0: So today's talk, I, I called today's talk, oh, that was so two weeks ago. Because I, uh, you know, remember two weeks ago? <laughs> How different things were? Three weeks ago, my gosh. Three weeks ago, you'd barely heard about this. And, and, it's, and so, what are, what are we doing now? And we still got to live life. We still have to live life, but we have to live it from spirit. And those of you who've been watching my daily, my daily blog or video blog on face, Facebook Live, I've been talking about new ways to think about spirit. They're actually not new ways. They're only new for some of us who haven't been thinking this way because like I say, so many people are writing every horrifying scary thing they know about this online. And and it's unnerving because if we're sitting at home alone telling ourselves stories about the awfulness of life, the awfulness of the world, the awfulness and who to blame and who to how are we going to heal? I think we have to heal And so that's my job. My job is to create a space that's safe to heal, that's safe to rethink some things. And working differently this week, I'm having opportunities. Now, I want to read you a couple of things here that, that I have read. I think Reverend Kelly Isola put this online, but I'm not positive. But one of the things she writes about, she says, two items on epidemic that Paul Hasselbeck, Reverend Paul Hasselbeck, he, he teaches metaphysics at Unity University School, things that at least he did for years. He wrote a book on it that I have gone blank on the name, but look up Reverend Paul Hasselbeck. You, it, it's hard to miss that name. And so, and, but it says he found in the archives earlier in the week, in his notes about them, and Paul says, earlier in the week I went to Unity's archives to see if anything was published about the 1918 Spanish flu epidemic. And while I did not complete the research before it was closed to the public, I only found one article from 1918 and another article of 1936 about epidemics. And I should have not been so surprised that there was very little to be found, since historically, unity has avoided focusing on the problem. What I found was part right and and part was, frankly, appalling based on what we know now. And he says, they got it partly right about the impact of fear and our negative thinking on our health. In those days, the belief was our negative thinking actually manifested the viruses. By naming them, we were calling them, physically creating them to us. Today, we know negative thinking lowers the immune system by lowering the number of immunoglobulins. Globulins. Wow, that's that's where I said it before I practiced, but immunoglobulins. Immunoglobulins. Here we go. Circulating in our blood, as well as being present in the mucous membranes of our noses and mouths. These little powerhouses are known to attach themselves to foreign invaders, which marks them for destruction by other components of the immune system. Because of the lack of knowledge and understanding the science of epidemic at the time, in the article from 1918, there are a couple of sentences saying that people need to be in meetings to support each other, and that less meetings are not needed, more are needed. Today we need to act from the combined use of our powers of wisdom, understanding, will, and elimination. Understanding is for knowing things. Wisdom is for evaluating what we know. Will is for choosing right thinking, feeling, and acting based on what we know. Elimination is for releases and thoughts, feelings and actions that do not serve our expression of health, life, and wholeness. Well, if you'd heard my meditation, you would understand that. So, we do have to hold the highest thoughts, feelings, and take right action. We also need to practice things that support our bodies, and he recommends tapping and eco-meditation. I'm quite sure other forms of meditation are useful also. So, so here's the thing. Wisdom, love mixed with wisdom creates discerner. But it is our thinking that creates our reality for us. And at the same time, how do we do that without guilt? Oh no, I should have been thinking different. Now I've created disease. Y- you can't go with that either. But I do believe we can heal Disease. I always put a hyphen in it. Uh, so I'm going to re- read this other thing, and hopefully, it will, it will stay there. And it's the relation of ignorance and contagion. And she says, the power of fear in epidemics has been noted wherever there has been an observing mind. A very ancient saying is, disease has slain her thousands, and fear her tens of thousands. David possessed of what divine wisdom said that those who abided in the secret place of the most high should be protected from the pestilence and the fear of evil instances without number are found of the power of intense mental activity to throw off dis-ease where physicians and nurses are busily engaged with their work they seldom have the diseases they so intimately come in touch with so i and and we know health workers are getting sick too we know things are happening but i do believe (coughs) That we don't have to destroy ourselves, but that we can use this to rise up. To look around and, and really say, what needs to be thought by me in order to heal, let's say coronavirus, or all diseases? What needs to be thought by me? What needs to be acted upon by me? What needs to be seen differently by me? And I I think that's probably the most vital thing we can do right now is to go within in prayer and say, okay, I need to think differently or I'm going to destroy myself and unknowingly destroy the world. And so how can I shift from guilt, from shame, from fear and see with new eyes, see with a new vision, To see how I may serve in this time, and how I could allow myself to be served in this time. Uh, Even if you've been diagnosed with with, uh, the corona, men, most of you, are still very functioning, those who have been diagnosed. Very highly functioning. And so you're saying you're very safe to think in a new way. You you can lift it up. I have seen things lifted up out out of my body in my time in unity in the past 20-some years. So I know it's possible. I know it's very possible to have an instantaneous healing while I've watched others die of things. I know that. But I know that the healing is possible and that's what I need to stay focused on. How will I heal today? How can I receive new information so that I'm not telling God what to do? So, My thought is, let's look differently. Let's just look differently at everything and uh, see what can come up.